0: I was so focused on wanting to help others that I wasn't taking time to deal with the things I was going through. But I craved the attention. I craved the fact that people wanted me, or people needed me, or people needed my advice. How does this relate to my journey to fatherhood? How does it relate to my journey to manhood? Because I. Spent a time Despite always telling people Listen It's okay to talk to people It's okay to share your issues I wasn't even sharing mine Because in my hand I was getting this Warped idea that Well Trinidon If you're helping them You can't really Show that you need help Because who's going to help you And how often Have we done this To ourselves Irrespective of your age Irrespective of your gender We always go through These phases Oh I've I found myself that It's a common thing Where The people that are always the ones that look the bubbliest, you need to really check out to see, are they okay behind the smile? You're listening to Journey to Fatherhood, a podcast that inspires and equips men to to becoming more intentional and feeling more supportive on the journey to to fatherhood. I want Why wait to become a father thinking before thinking learning how to be, to, be to, be to be a good one? My name is Chinudu Mwennaya, a young man also on his, his journey with a desire to, power, help to help men become great fathers despite their past personal experiences. I'll be sitting with different guests to bring you great value, sharing their knowledge and their experiences as we all embark on this amazing journey. This podcast though targeted towards men, Ladies, you will Some also gain great value from, from the conversation. Now, without further ado, let the journey begin. And last week's episode, if you haven't watched it, make sure you check it out. Last week's episode was titled Updates on My Journey So Far. And I gave that update because I understand that it can easily, people can easily get lost in just hearing other people's story and asking, okay, so what about your story, Chinadim?" And I, the podcast is Journey to Fatherhood. Whilst as much as it is about sharing my journey, I always encourage other speakers to come along because I believe we can learn from many people. But last week, I just felt the need to really share something that was on my heart. The struggles I was facing from the anxieties, um, the pressure I was putting on myself, and so much more in terms of trying to understand this thing called adulthood. <laughs> because it, it, it can get you it can get me stressing sometimes, and I'll be honest and raise my hand. Today, I wanted to carry on with that, but specifically in an area where that has been highlighted to me recently. Now, one thing I've always aimed to do is find out how can I be better in terms of my way of socializing, how I speak to people, communication skills, personal growth, spirituality in different ways. How can I learn? How can I get better? Now, one area that came uh, that's been highlighted to me and funny enough, I kind of knew it, but it got made. He almost got diagnosed to me. No, this isn't any health issues, but it's a way of thinking. Now, as you see in the title. Addictive savior mentality. I specifically chose that title because it really explains a lot of what I'm going to talk about. Now, going straight to it. I don't know about you If you've had those times where You're just So for me I'm a very I'm a very Helpful person I'm a very empathetic person I always like to see How can I help someone And I do derive joy From helping people I do derive joy And a sense of purpose When I'm able to see people Turn around and be happy And gain that Gain that self-confidence In themselves One way or another Which is why Initially I started off going to be a, a motivational speaker because I just like the power of words being able to change people's daily actions, people's mindset and their habits now one of the things I, I wanted to get to is because I've already started come to realize that anything that is good can become addictive I repeat that anything that is good can become addictive it's about balancing things so I know most of the time when you think of addiction, most people think about watching something, eating something, what you eat, what you think of, what you do. But sometimes it could be your idea of your principles. So the reason why this was highlighted to me was by my coach again, Ashley Sahaven, shout out, emotional intelligence coach. One of the best coaches or speakers I've ever worked with. One of the best coaches I've ever worked with. And we had our session last week. No, this week actually. We had our session this week. And it was a group session. We had a few people share areas that they wanted to get better. And all those things. And whilst I was giving my example of certain things I was struggling with. So now let me present the question. It might be paraphrased. But this is roughly what I was trying to get across to her. So I told her that. What would be her advice to people that are so used to giving advice, that want to help people so bad, even when they haven't helped themselves. Let me paraphrase that. I think if I remember correctly, what I was trying to get at was, I started realising, as we do in this podcast, I keep it transparent and it's all about that transparency as we go on this journey. I started realising that There was a desire, I I craved helping people. I craved working with people that needed my help. I craved wanting people to say to I really need your help. Now, that gets to a point where, as I was thinking about I've been thinking about over the last few weeks, it gets to a point where, once you start craving it, it starts defining your drive as to why you want to help people. Now, let me rephrase that. Again, I would need to be clear. It's not to say that Wanting to help people, wanting to be there for people is wrong. There is nothing wrong with that. But the question then comes, what is the driving force? Is it now becoming toxic to the point where it's almost manipulative? You want to be able to be this, act as a saviour. And this is, this is where I was having my kind of difficulty because... For a long time, I think all through university and my early teenage years, I've always been the go-to guy where people would come to me and speak to me about things they were going through and out of nothing all the glory belongs to God. Out of nowhere, the wisdom would just come to be able to help them with things. And I just liked that conversation, almost knowing that okay, they were in a slump, we're able to talk with them. they're doing better. And there was a sense of satisfaction now going back to the title addictive savior mentality now it came from a point where whilst i was doing that it was almost a thing where i had to start realizing i need to check my ego because it was feeding into my ego and it wasn't very transparent it wasn't very obvious to me till later on when i realized that it's almost like i was i was hoping that I was feeling unfulfilled or unsatisfied if no one came to me with their problems. The reason why I titled this addictive saving mentality is because it gets to a point when you're so used to doing something, you just want to do it every single day in terms of when I was so used to helping people and speaking to I still, listen, I still speak to friends, we still talk, we're still open. However, the reason why I became addictive and Almost toxic was because I relied on it to validate myself. I now put my validation of how valuable I am or of what value I bring to people or who or my identity by how many people whereas am I able to bring out of a slump or how many people come to me when they're down and how many people see me as someone that really held them. Or someone that really helped help um help them get out of the rut. And the more I started to realize this, the more I started to ask myself, surely this isn't healthy. And sure enough, it wasn't. The reason I said it wasn't healthy is two different things. Of course, we've talked about the addictive part where I just became so used to wanting to help people. I wanted people, I just craved people coming to me with their problems or their issues or things that they just wanted to talk about. Because I liked feeling like, okay, I've been able to pour something into them. But it started feeding my ego and then defining my validation. Because I felt that this was not the definition of who Chinidin was. The guy that always helps people. However, I wasn't taking time. This is where the whole anxiety things and all of that started creeping up. Because I wanted to be the savior. Or I always wanted to be the one to help people out through when they're going down and this this is trans this this is generalized not just for men for other for females as well for women as well but the reason why i started seeing how unhealthy it was because i started realizing that wow if this is the finding my validation what happens when no one comes to me and not just that what am i doing about my own issues that i'm going through because when you think about a hero when you think about the likes of your superman or all those people those um, fictional characters when you think about all of them in your head you just think to yourself well they are always the ones to help people they don't need anyone to help them but sure enough with all these characters on all these fictional characters these people they also have things they're going through so when i realized it became an issue for me was when i when i started to discovered to myself that I was so focused on wanting to help others that I wasn't taking time to deal with the things I was going through but I craved the attention I craved the fact that people wanted me or people needing me or people needing my advice how does this relate to my journey to fatherhood how does it relate to my journey to manhood because i spent a time despite always telling people listen it's okay to talk to people it's okay to share your issues I wasn't even sharing mine because in my hand I was getting this warped idea that well Chinadon if you're helping them you can't really show that you need help because who's going to help you and how often have we done this to ourselves irrespective of your age irrespective of your gender we always go through these phases oh I've found myself that it's a common thing where the people that are always the ones that look the bubbliest you need to really check out to see are they okay behind the smile. And for a long time, I wasn't always okay. However, I was so addicted to wanting other people to come to me for help, but not being able to go to other people for help or go to the same people for help. Because in my mind, unconsciously, I felt that it should only be one way. I should only be the one helping them I shouldn't be seeking help or looking for help and that's where the toxicity comes from think of it think about it alcohol drugs anything that you become addicted to you're often blind to the fact that you need help somewhere you're often unconscious to the fact or the realization that there is an area that you are lacking in and you're using this to substitute it addiction is different from preference you can like doing something but you're still queued up you still have a logical approach to it not where you're just addiction is an emotion the addiction stems from a habitual emotion a habit that is tied to an emotion emotion being tied to a habit which makes it repetitive and you become dependent on it the reason i wanted to talk to talk about this is that i know as men a lot of men go through these times where we want to present ourselves as sometimes I speak for myself and a lot of the people I've spoken to a lot of us want to be so strong that we would rather be the ones to help people that are weak than even admit that we have to our weak moments the savior mentality or the phrase the savior complex is I honestly feel is that idea that I've got to save everybody to validate myself For a long time I felt that was what it was, I've got to save as many people as I can to validate myself, even though I was crushing inside. Even though at times I felt despite having people around me, I didn't have anyone that knew what was going on in me. But I I was so addicted to the idea of being the one to help others, being the one to Help someone from a rut help someone from a tough time and not realize that I was going through tough times I needed help with. I really wanted to touch upon this because I think sometimes we overlook it. Oh, he's a strong guy, or oh, you're very you're a very courageous guy, you're always there. No, that's great. That's amazing. You ever heard of burnout? A lot of the times it's not that <clears throat> how do i put this if i could be completely honest with you there were days where i would feel so down but i just wanted i was i was hoping that someone that is going through an issue would call me now it got that crazy instead of dealing with what i was going through I wanted someone that was going through some issues or someone that was having a tough time or a tough day to message me or even message them to see how are you doing. And most of the time, it got so bad that sometimes when I was asking people, how are you doing? I was hoping the answer would be negative so that I can put on my savior or my doctor gear or my emotional doctor gear to come and try and fix them. Hear what I said. It got so bad that there were times where I was going through things and I needed to deal with them, but instead of dealing with them, I just wanted someone else that was going through things so that I could come in to the rescue, them the saviour or the hero. And of course that the, the 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 satisfaction from helping this person would that that would be temporary when we're talking and I feel like oh wow I really helped them or but it just feeds to that ego, that ego that then makes me feel invincible which is actually so false so i found myself having to really submit to this idea that chinadim what's your motivation behind these extra conversations these extra long conversations you have is it to validate yourself or is it genuinely to help because sometimes it starts off as to help and then it almost becomes like okay i want them to see me As the person that they can always go to. When they're in trouble. Granted. But how about you? How about you? Listen. I know I'm not the only one. Going through these things. I've spoken to people. Where there's this desire to be so strong. To be so strong for others. Whilst underneath the roots are rotten. And it's so liberating. To know that. I don't have to seek validation in helping people. I don't have to seek validation in trying to be someone's saviour. Because I can't be anyone's saviour. And I think that's where a lot of the pressure comes for a lot of men. Because they feel low, they feel unwanted when they're not able to save anyone. But the truth about it is a lot of the times we use that desire to help to mask the fact that we need help. For a long time, I was using, expressing my desire to help or help someone with an issue as a mask for the fact that I needed help. And the reason why I had to start addressing this is because if I'm going to be a husband, when I'm going to be a husband, when I'm going to be a father, I shouldn't be, I should I shouldn't be seeking validation in trying to be someone's savior. Rather, I should make sure there's a balance equilibrium between trying to help people and also making sure I'm okay. Because you can only pour out from a cup that has water in it. I repeat that you can only pour out from a cup that has water in it. If you're listening to this right now, if you're watching this right now, I really want you to take some time and just take a step back. I know you could be... The- the guy you're you're the go-to guy you could be the go-to guy that everyone comes to when they need help or everyone comes to when they're going through something you could be that person or go-to girl or go-to person that everyone turns to when they know okay you know what i need some help this person will be great that's amazing but be sure that you're not using it as a validation of your worth don't get into the place where you become so addicted to the idea of helping or addicted to the idea of being someone's savior, that you don't take care to help yourself, to take care of yourself—it's so important. Now, this is a short one, but I just really wanted to take some time to really talk you through this. This is the this is a stage of my life in this journey to fatherhood. This is a stage that I've had to come to awareness about because I want to make sure, as much as I can, cut down the. Um, limitations that can stop me from being a great husband a great father and this is one of them seeking validation in my ability to be someone's savior how many times have we seen it happen where we you know stories where people were growing up their parents were a bit too overprotective or there's cases where maybe their parents just <sighs> I-, I can't even begin to explain it but you know what I'm trying to say, and what I'm trying to say is this: check yourself. Ask yourself, what's the real motivation for me wanting to help? Am I am I am I am I craving it so much that it's becoming an addiction? Because at the end of the day, you can only pour out from a cup that has water in it. So please make sure you have a Uh, somewhere that you're feeding yourself the water needs to be coming in for it to be able to go out so you need to make sure you're taking care of yourself within whilst also being able to reach out to others i really want to hear how you're taking on your journey and before i wrap up i want to tell you please i want to hear your stories I want to hear what you've learned from the podcast if you have anything to add if you have any questions because as we have guests come on the show I want us to be able to answer real life questions questions that you have so if you have any questions leave it in the comment section on any of the platforms or if you want it to be private if you want it to be anonymous send a message directly to thejourneytofatherhood at gmail.com I say that again if you want to send an anonymous message or a question that you have, send it to fatherhood at gmail.com. One more time, that's journeytofatherhood at gmail.com. I hope this has been a great talk for you, a great episode for you. Please make sure you like, share and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Share the links, the audio podcast, the video podcast. Just make sure that Someone that needs this gets it because you just never know. The people that smile, it'd be those that really need this message. With that, I'll see you next week. Take care.